Hello everyone and welcome to the Albion Social um, with myself, Alf from the Baggies Bible. Um, we're down a man today, um, as uh, you've probably worked out because I started it off. Um, our good friend Brad from Albion Insights cannot be here today. So we've drafted in the next man up, my good friend John Simonian from Twitter.com. <laughs> Alfredo de Stefano, how are we? Fuck it. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Smashing. How are you? Smashing. Happy to have you on again, mate. Always a pleasure, my friend. Always, always a pleasure. A, always a pleasure, never a chore. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got uh, we've got a bit to talk about today, mate. We've got four four games. Four games. In a busy Christmas period. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's go take our minds back. All of five days ago. All of five. Oh. Total of five days ago at the Riverside Stadium in the north of England. Yeah. It was a bit crap, Warry. <laughs> so, frustrating, Warry. I just thought it looked a bit lethargic. It's a bit of a lethargic result, that. Yeah. Look, the players, like physically and mentally, just looked quite off the pace as such. There was a couple of passes, touches. You just see that they just weren't fully 100% at it. Yeah, um, yeah, I it did know, feed, catching yeah, up off off day, wasn't it, man? Mm. Did really feel like an off performance. Obviously, Middlesbrough deserved winners, as Carlos said. Yeah, um, we didn't have a, a shout in the game. Although I was watching the, I just watched the highlights to refresh my memory because you know it does feel like a long time ago. <laughs> um, obviously, we had that chance in the first half. Didn't we had Barley oh. hit the post and uh, oh. Furlong got that good header in. It's mad how that it could have been a very different game, but yeah, it felt well, like yeah. very much downhill from there, wasn't it? No, just that. that uh, for some reason, a lot of keepers at the moment seem to be having worldies against us. You've got, yeah, yeah, you've got the Borough one just absolutely pulling off that worldie save after he hit the post, and you just think, oh, it's just not it's going yeah. to be one in a minute. And then about what ten minutes later, the the one person yeah. that I just knew would score was that. Old academy boy, yeah, Morgan who looked just... decent. To be fair, he looked decent. Um, yeah, well, that was uh, without a striker, weren't they? They was taking it in turns a bit, oh, rotating no. up front. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Morgan Rogers. I'm, to be fair, I thought when I was watching the game, I was I'm happy to see him doing well because obviously there's you know the story about he didn't want to leave and we forced him out to do whatever, blah blah So I, I do always like to see him yeah. do well, find his feet. Controversial way he left. Let's just, let's just put it like that. It was very uh, controversial. It's, uh, let's let bygones be bygones. <laughs> and to be fair, like, I'm glad he's gone on to be a good player because we saw flashes of it. I remember, I remember when he came on against Brighton in the FA Cup and he, he was, well, it would have been 17 then? 18, 17? And yeah. He looked like he'd been playing for in the short well, in the short amount of time that he was on the peel, he looked better than what was on the, on it originally. That was really yeah. quite funny. But, well, he was full of potential, wasn't he? Well he still um, is. Obviously oh, he's, he's yeah. only young. Billich loved him, absolutely like his first like, what was it, his first month or so having the squad from what was said previously back in then, he was gonna put him in his uh put him in his squad. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's. Uh, he, 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 
it's uh, another one that got away. So, uh, yeah, but he's, he come back to Warnsworth today. He, he was uh, he wasn't very muted in his celebration. Not that it matters, you know what I mean? I but... Do you know what? I like it. Fair play. He's yeah, no, I, I don't mind it. He's moved on. I don't, see, I don't like that. That, that whole, oh, I can't celebrate against my former club. If you say yeah. Lampard or Gerrard, who have been at, yeah. you know, Chelsea from Liverpool for how many years, and they both go to a separate Premier League club and score, coincidentally, as Lampard did, when he went yeah. to City, Chelsea were 2-1 two, two, up at City. Who does City bring on? Lampard. Who scores the equaliser? Lampard. So he was just meant to be. But again, he didn't celebrate. That's the type of non-celebration you can accept. Whereas Rogers, yeah. who's a kid, he's gone on many years and played for different clubs. Don't really care. Just celebrate, man. Yeah, crack on, mate. Crack but, on. Yeah. Disappointing. It was disappointing, that result. But Yeah, it was just bad, wasn't it? Just, a bad day at the office. <clears throat> you try and pick out, like, uh, you know, reasons why it went, went wrong. I, I don't really feel like there was. It was just a, collective a bad performance. Yeah, just like a bad performance. Nothing really went right for us. I thought our press was really bad. They was uh, picking us off through the midfield. Yeah. Like no man's business, just playing through us. Obviously, you saw it in the second half when we was starting to get caught out more and they were just two free passes in on goal, yeah. Isaiah Jones. And it's, it's just like... Um, yeah, it's just everyone played bad. It was a really weird one because I felt like usually under Carlos, we put, when we lose a game, even if we play bad going forward, we've always been good defensively. Yeah. But against Borough, we were, we were pretty bad defensively, I thought. I did think the full-backs had a very, very, very bad game. They just oh, did yeah. not... Did not... Did, I don't know, they just did not... There was just... Well... They don't really do it normally, but like they weren't stopping crosses, they weren't getting tied to the man, they were just not tracking. It was, oh, it was annoying. But and it, yeah, it was a collective, collective, collective failure. But it was one that Colburn must have said, "Look, it's one of these days. On to Norwich now. We put it right." Yeah. And, yeah, and to be fair, is. you see the game after Borough beat us. They'd gone to Rotherham, and by the sound of it, they've had a very similar nice. performance to what we did against them. So, you know. Yeah. Everyone's due a bad game. It's it's one of them. Just take it, take it on the chin, and we move on. And we needed the win against Norwich just to keep up yeah. the gap. And then, lo and behold, we did. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, it was a yeah. I think, like you say, it's one of those where you have got to just take a result like that on the chin and say, got um, outplayed. I don't think Borough were like that good, but they were effective. Yeah, and then, yeah, just, just move on, man, because, yeah, like I say, there's, I don't feel like there's that much you can pick out of it, like, in terms of you can usually talk about yeah. this player was bad, this, you know, decision was wrong, this tactic was wrong, this sub was wrong, but it just felt like everything was just bad rather yeah, than yeah. wrong. You know I mean? like, well, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah let's forget, forget about Borough. Let's forget about Long it. Gone. Pretend Long it gone. never happened, mate. No. Pretend. And move on to some Boxing Day delights. Beautiful. And what a what a delight it was watching the baggies on smashing on Boxing Day. So much better, but everyone looked a bit more fresh. They looked they were all up for it. They're all at the game, and we yeah. stopped Norwich completely playing, and they were just struggling. Like Sarah barely got a touch of the ball most of the game. Yeah, I, don't, I think Ashley Barnes must have had about what three or four touches. Majority of the game, 
who's normally quite a you know, he's not quick, but like he's clever in how he uses his body and gets yeah. in there. But yeah, I, I don't think he really troubled Bartley and Kipra. And nah. To be honest, like, like, likewise, the Brazilians they had, like, well, Science is one who really <laughs> did not get going. And I, I don't know, I don't know what was wrong with him. Like, Nunes, not Marcelo Nunes is actually a decent player. I actually think he's better than Sarah. But again, I didn't remember him. But the thing is, a lot of Norwich players will say, Norwich fans will tell you, which I've read on Twitter, a lot of them say, I don't know why he's in this category of highest rated championship players because he does contribute, but he's overall, he's not the greatest. That's what, what, from reading what they've said anyway. um, Is that Sarah? Yeah. I've generally seen it. Generally see, I've generally seen it. I was thinking, that's interesting that is I was thinking he's, he's rated highest by like who's scored yeah but... yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's funny isn't it? be, me and when you know we was re- previewing the Norwich game and me and myself and Brad pinpointed it obviously you pinpoint Sarah mm-hmm. and like you say it's, it's always funny you don't you never really know from the outside how you know good or bad a player is how important they are bloody bra maybe it's right I mean like you say I didn't I only realised, like, midway through the second half that he yeah. was on the pitch. Do you know what I mean? I yeah, thought, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, they've got Sarah playing for him. And I thought, oh, he's been really quiet. And like you say, same for Nunes. Um, obviously, they've binned off John Rowe at half-time. Um, wow. I mean, I was – because obviously you don't really listen to the subs, do you, when they're read out. I was looking after, and they did make some weird subs, didn't they? <laughs> I mean, you could talk about Brexit all you want, but when you're bringing on Danny Bat and Grant Hanley, yeah, two double subs, good grief. Yeah, but like, then he, wow. brought on, he brought on Hernandez and Placetta, who were wingers, for their two full-backs. Oh, I the thought that. He so, just went, <laughs> I just thought, you know what, I think he went, you know what, 1-0, we're still in it. We're going to go for it, bugger it. Which they didn't. Fortunately. Well, if, I mean, well, it was total, total domination, wasn't it? It was total domination position. for, what, I don't know, was it a five-minute oh, five yeah. spell towards about 70th minute and then Palmer all off another worldy save. Yeah. I was so frustrated, so I'm just yeah. thinking, that Corbin made, I just thought, if you're going to bring a joy on, bring an attacker with him. Don't just bring a joy on because it just looks like a weird sub from the opposition's point of view. Just thinking... Right, they're going to go for it. What they do is he'll replace the centre-back for a centre-back. And I don't think Bartley was injured because he went straight to the bench. So, I think mm. he was all right. So, well, that's what I was saying that after the game. That I thought, well, mostly with Swift, uh, definitely precautionary taking yeah. him off. No, I agree and with I thought, that. I, I was saying like, it might be the same for Bartley, but like I say, go straight to the bench. Um, it is a huge one because I was saying to like, my dad and that after the game, he never takes Bartley off. He only puts semi on for Bartley, and it is like a regular sub that he does when we're like chasing a game, and he, he wants to score a goal. But obviously, we was we were winning, weren't we? Um, mm. It was just after we scored, so yeah, it, it was a weird one. It was one Bartley on. If you'd have brought but, him uh, on, if you'd have brought a joy on with say, I don't know, fellows, you'd be thinking, oh, okay, so he's got an attacking centre back, and then he's going to bring yeah. an attacker to go in front of him to so, like take off. Wallace and put fellows in front of so you got the right side getting a bit more legs on there. But you just brought on a choice. So I thought, well, okay. And then that after that is when that Norwich seemed to win. Oh, okay, so they're they're a bit backing off here. They're not we were not really 
They're not really going at yeah. us, which I thought yeah. was a bit silly. I thought Norwich yeah. are there for the taking. If we really wanted to, Norwich are there for the take. We could have scored two or three, really. But we, the players have got this some sort of mentality where they can just go, oh, we can just stop off now and we're all right. Because yeah. it started to get, we stopped. We started to just slow down. I was thinking, oh no, no, just go for it. Because from two one, yeah, down yeah, I mean, yeah, I know, yeah. It felt, yeah. I mean, they they had a nice little period of uh, pressure, didn't they? Mm. Uh, Norwich. Um, not a lot came of it, fortunately. Obviously, like you say, Palmer made that save, uh, which I didn't realise was a save at the time. It Normally, just like I didn't. It just floated in front of the goal, I was like, and no, then no, 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 no. And obviously, yeah, I saw the video after it. It's a cracking save. And that's twice. Two great saves he's made back-to-back games. He made a great save against Borough as well. So He's invaluable. Um, invaluable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 11 clean sheets, mate. It's, uh, it's three above the next next best. So. It's a, yeah, it's an incredible it's, number. Is it, I think it's Hermanson's got eight. Or is it yeah. Gladaki's got eight? I can't remember. He's one that's below him, but it's one of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, for, I thought first half we were really good. Yeah, uh, I thought we, did, like you say, we, you're waiting, for, you're hoping for a reaction to the, you know, a poor performance and a poor result, and they gave it a straight away. I thought it was straight yeah. out the blocks, pressing up, uh, second balls, um, everything, winning the ball high up the pitch, straight into their box, um, and yeah, I mean, it, we were getting crosses in, we were making things happen. And uh, yeah, I thought it was a really good uh, first half. Obviously, we just didn't get the goal, did we? That was no. the thing. Obviously, Swift's uh, <laughs> Swift's yeah, his volley was a. I that mean, ridiculous that was. Uh, yeah, if that would have went in, I mean, you're looking at one of the goals of the season for sure. Oh. And, uh, it was it would deserve the finish because of the move, I reckon yeah. as well. The build up was brilliant. It was just it was all through the third quickly. It was yeah. straight onto the wing, and then Wallace with a nice little ball back as well. Yeah. And then it was just, like, you just thought, go on, bosh. And, oh. Just curved a little oh. bit, man. But that is the swift that was at Reading. That was always yeah. getting noticed. That's what he was doing. This yeah. that, that performance is what we pay him for. That's why yes. he's probably top top three earner. That's yeah. what you're paying for, that type of creative balls, running, uh, movement. And he just dragged, he was dragging... Sarah everywhere because Sarah yeah. was trying to track him, but Sarah didn't want to really track him, and he was just getting dragged. Hence the space; it was just opening. But yeah. that's what you just wanted to do that more. And I know he's obviously coming back from injury and stuff. And the last no, I, I, I think it's bad. it's more than fair to say you, you want him to do it more. I think obviously I've been a, a critic of Swifts for <laughs> the, the long while, but I feel like that performance almost vindicates how I've felt about him before. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that, I, I was watching that game and that is, like you say, the John Swift that uh, when he was at Reading, I always thought, oh, he'd be great on a on a free signing. Do you know what I mean? Bloody well, whatever. Pull him but this is the first time for me that I've seen John Swift play that good. Yeah. So is think, that good enough? Do you know I what I mean? That, that run up, up until the Blues game, obviously Blues game, he was, he was good. And then he he was good. He was good, but I think the Norwich game is the first time he was very good. Yeah, very. That's good. what that's what I mean. That's what I mean. And obviously, I think the first half of the season before he got injured, he was obviously scoring goals uh, and playing well. 
I wouldn't say anything more than that. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, mm. you score six goals or whatever he did. You you make yourself an important player in a team, don't you? See, it's obvious. But yeah. I still don't think he was playing as well as he could be playing. Yeah. And I think that's always been it for me with how I've... Uh, I've always been quite harsh on Swift because I think he can be so much better than what he's given us. And he's that, like you say... But he, he was a proper number 10 on Saturday. Like yeah. you say, dragging, dragging the centre mids about, uh, making space. You could tell BTA benefited from it. I thought yeah, the Weeders benefited from it. Yeah, um, Wallace especially. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's... It's, I've just been waiting for that performance for so long. And it finally mm. came, and hopefully... I mean, if he keeps playing like that, you, I think you've got one of the best... Uh, Cams. Forward, forward lines, yeah, and, and singular and individual yeah. number tens in the league. To be honest, mm. I think Jews be so, all probably Jews be all, and off the top of my head, off the quickly, you got Jews be all. Uh, we beat Ipswich. You can't really. There are, there are many tens though, is there nowadays? No, is... no one really plays it. Even City don't really play it. They play like a flat four, but they just interchange. Yeah. And then, you know, it's. Fernandez is probably one of the last few remaining elite cams. Yeah, I'd yeah, say. Yeah. You then you got De Bruyne, but then he's more of a box to box now. He's, he's, an, he's an outer. He's a Alex Mowat. <laughs> yeah. But no, cams, cams yeah. boys. I don't. I can't yeah, really yeah. think. Apart but that's from... his potential, then. Being that yeah, good. Yeah. That's all. That's oh. all. I'll say. But tactically. Is that, is... Tactically, I think Cor- Corbin got it spot on on Saturday. Yeah, it felt a lot. It felt... silly. They were yeah. taking the bait every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Because I know Corbin, everyone moans. Because everyone, all the boo boys, all boo because all go moan because we're really slow with the ball with the centre backs. But it's not. They're not. Do, they're doing it on purpose. It's a yeah. ploy. And Norwich yeah. was silly enough to to fall for it. And go, do you know? What? I'm going to press really high. But actually, mm-hmm. we, we were prepared for that. Because every, yeah. every time we, we played out from the back, it'll go to Yukushlu, round the back to Furlong, and then Dean Garner then comes central, and then but we're in. There's only what, three, four versus three, half the time. Yeah. We thought Norwich yeah. kept doing it, and I'm thinking, well, this is why we're playing like this, because we're, we're drawing you into our little trap. Yeah, yeah, it was up to it at all, did they? It happened no. all game. Weird. Obviously. They've got weird, good, yeah. good players. And I mean, yeah. really weird about them. But I don't yeah. manager is to manage from I've never rated Wagner. I just think he's I don't know, man. I feel like with Norwich, if you want to go to Norwich, I think it's the other way around, man. I don't really like their players. Obviously, like you say, Sarah, um objectively good. Whether he is good or not, it's up to the Norwich fans to say. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Nunes is a good player. Yeah, um, obviously it. John Rowe has come out of nowhere and he's scoring goals. But then I think other than that, you know, look, Ashley Barnes, he's obviously a decent striker, but he's a bet. Adam Ida, he hasn't really hit the hit the ceiling. It's the, always been a bit part for those guys. He'll, he'll yeah. have a run and then and get dropped. Like board, like Saints, not a great player for me. I don't know that. Uh, I, I, I don't. I don't. I just. I just. Yeah, but an actually torrid time. Because again, he was yeah. another player that Swift was just going, gonna follow me or what? Yeah, and yeah, tracking down. Well, he chopped down Dean Garner for one of the breakaways. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that on the video they put on today. It was, oh. uh, that was his first yellow. There you go. So, so 
Silly boy, silly boy. But to be fair, I'll give it to Norwich. They were missing Sargent, who is a decent finisher in this league. Oh, yeah, Sargent. He's, 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 a, he's a cracking player, I think, in this league. But to be yeah. honest, I thought, looking at the team, when you look at the team on paper for Norwich, it's a decent team. They've got good fullbacks. I like Jack Stacey. Mm. He's a cracking right back, he is. Yeah, Jack Stacey's good. you got player. Sam McCallum from Coventry as well. Good player. Mm. Good, Solid. quick, quick left back. But I don't know, as a collective, they just didn't look right. There was an imbalance and it just wasn't working. But that's, I think um, it felt a lot to me like Ipswich, where we just tactically and, um, you know, tactically and physically out, mm. outdid them. Um, yeah. I think Carlos just got it right and it completely nullified Norwich's attack and meant that we had, you know, 73% possession and we had over 2xG. We had the and the one stat, and uh, me and me and my brother were sat in the pub looking mm. at the stats, and uh, we had we had fifty four touches in their box, fifty four, mate, and they had seven in ours. Well, there you go. We made six hundred and forty four passes, five hundred and sixty two accurate passes, four hundred and three in their half. So that, the, that's the, quite something, that is, if you think that's about insane. it. That's like Leicester levels of, you know, possessions. Yeah. Bloody right. Obviously, the, the, we played the whole game in their half. We made 15 accurate crosses, apparently. That feels like an insane number, to be honest. It's only 30%. I've got a feeling uh, that majority of them would have been Wallace because I think most of them did. Yeah, was, yeah. Really, uh, Chuck them in. Yeah, chucking them in. It was. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, I just thought we... It was very similar feeling to Ipswich. yeah. Well, I just thought we just got it so right. Carlos got it right. Uh, the the players on the pitch got it right. To a man, thought we were, we were really good. Seven out of ten or above. Yeah. Um. So it was just feel good, wasn't it, man? I mean, we getting back up there and a BTA goal as well. Good which finish. that was good. I liked it because he was in the right position this time. Yeah. And he yeah. and he actually used an instinct which I've not seen him do before in terms of I'm going to get across the man. Yeah. Instead of waiting for the man to try and do something, he actually went. But I'm going to go in front of Duffy here, and well, it paid dividends because he scored. So, yeah, yeah, it's the kind of goals. I mean, I know uh, it's been spoke about before on on this podcast about BTA scoring more poachers' goals, predatory, more predatory. more tappings and stuff yeah. like that because they're strikers' goals, aren't they? Rather than obviously, you know, he's, he's we're used to seeing BTA score. Mad goals and stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you, you just want you need him and want him to score tappings, and it, that's exactly what that was, wasn't it? Just smart play, yeah. The ball well, drops first to it, goal, and it, there's not a lot to it, really. But yeah. that's what he needs to add to his game, and hopefully, you know, um, every, every goal is an improvement on it on his behalf. Every goal he does, he'll know for certain next time, oh, okay, so I can do that next time. Because at the end of the yeah. day, majority of his Salford career, he played as a winger. So this striking yeah. role he's doing he's, for the past, what, 18 months, he's yeah. pretty much been, it's a new thing for him. He's thing, not yeah. Dwight Gale. Like, he's not going to know, I need, I'll definitely need to go there. But in time, he's going to learn. I don't think he's a starting striker for me. I think he's more of a, come on, legs yeah. straight at him. Because if yeah, Dar- once Daryl Dyke's back, He'll be in, and when he's fit, fully fit, then he'll be in. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Yeah, I think it goes without saying. To be fair, 
BTA shouldn't really be starting for us, obviously. Yeah, most people. Um, even from his, you know, well, from his perspective, he'll always want to be starting. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been thrust into a position where he needs to produce for a team that want to go up, and he's just come from League yeah. Two, or just last year come from League Two. Like you say, he was playing on the wing. Now he's a striker. Yeah, it's a real tough situation, but I think he's done the. Uh, the best to his, his abilities. Obviously, seven goals. Mm-hmm. If he ends up on, I mean, he, he's on course then to get fifteen goals, isn't he? Yeah, so, I've, I've, I've said I think he'll get about fifteen. When we I went think. up under Slav, we, the best was ten, wasn't it, with Austin and Hayton uh, oh, yeah. and Carney. There was so, behind him. That was the key. That was the key, really, having but, goals yeah, from the field. We've got a little bit of that this year as well, though. I think with Swift, Swift and Wallet. Jed gets his few. Obviously, Grady's got four. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man, I'm really happy for BTA scoring yeah. that. And like, like you say, it's the uh, kind of goal you want him to score, absolutely. I think, Tapping and to him. be honest, before we get on to Leeds, I think he's gonna thrive tomorrow night because oh, yeah. those two yeah. center halves they're smaller, they're probably better on the ball, but I yeah, think... you can play him up, Corey. Yeah, he'll play him up better than he can play up the big Duffy, that's for sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, de- definitely. But I really liked how Shane Duffy played. By the way, he's a uh, not that it matters. You know what I mean? I just I'd, I've never really liked Shane Duffy, but I thought he got his head and his foot to everything against us he on the only on one, whatever day one. it was, Tuesday. It, it, yeah, it was the only one, but really, because I forgot who was next. Um, he had uh, Kenny McLean next to him. McLean, that was it. And then not, obviously they changed it at half time. We've got Grant Hanley and Danny Bat on the bench, but he's gone with Kenny McLean. Yeah, a McLean. Yeah, well, I was saying to Brad last week when we previewed it about they play. I watched the Ipswich game. Obviously, they, they drew with them, didn't they? Yeah. And they were saying that the Wagner, because they've got Ben Gibson, uh, he's a left footed centre back, wow. that Wagner's basically put Kenny McLean left centre back so they can build up better, uh, which the I balance. think is. Apparently he's been doing all right, but he's not really that big, and he's not. He's always been a centre mid. Weird one, but they like to say, yeah, Grant Hanley and Danny Bat on the bench. Weird, man. Weird, but similar to Corbin, that is though, because obviously Peters was brought in yeah. because of his left foot, and you know he's a left back by trade. But Corbin thought having him centre back was better for the balance, and having a left footer and a right footer. Yeah, yeah. But Kipper. Comfortable on both, so that's probably why he's got st- sticked with Kipra and Bartley instead of bringing Peters back in. So. Yeah, well, yeah, I think we get the balance with Kipra uh, being good enough to play out on his left, isn't it? But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, by the way, Big Kipper was uh, all right again, wasn't he, man? Unbelievable. <sighs> Matt, I don't. I think he's only had probably one, one or maybe two games. And that's probably Blackburn and Huddersfield, where he's yeah. probably had like a. Six out of ten, five out of ten, but the rest has been seven or more because he's just—he's just an animal. But like, he reads the ball, he passes his back man. There was one pass in the first half where even I didn't spot that. I thought, how the <laughs> hell have you just spotted that pass? It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's what he does, man. It's what he does. Yeah. So yeah, let's move on. After you know, a great win, I thought anyway. Yeah, uh, big three points. I think this Big-in next tomorrow. game. Against uh, Leeds United, I think it's a big, it's a big three points. Obviously, 
it's always one of them games where you don't know you don't know and you take a point and you couldn't really blame them if they lost it but it's a big opportunity man it's a big yeah. opportunity because Preston nullified everything Leeds did on Boxing yeah. Day they nullified everything they couldn't get out of their half they struggled to create chances all because Preston thought you know what let's get in their faces and we'll see how, how they react and they did and every time Preston broke on them, they just they fell apart in defence. I think defence yeah. is their weakness at the moment. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it to them. They have got some mad wingers for the championship. Like <laughs> When you've got Somerville and Nonto there, it's ridiculous. And yeah, it, and Nonto doesn't even it, start from him. He doesn't start now. It's ridiculous. And I think Rutter's just a bit... I think Rutter's a good player, but he's not being consistent as probably the fans would want him to be because we've probably got no. a run of a, two or three games of scoring and then it'll just go blank again. Yeah. I don't, I'd, I'd take Piro over Ritter. But Piro is the one. He's just he's a he, cracking he, player. Proper finisher. Yeah. Proper finisher. And he's, he's good in the build-ups as well, isn't he? He plays yeah. like off Ritter, don't he? Well, I think mm. they kind of come up and down, don't they? Mm. But yeah, I mean, yeah, their team, obviously it's a good team, isn't it, man? Somerville, they're having a good season. Who'd have predicted that? Obviously, yeah, Piro, Rutter, Kamara, who... Uh, Glenn Kamara, Rangers boy. Yeah, Rangers boy. Ampadu. Good player. Good player. Yeah, he's decent. He's, I think it looks like he's coming to his own a bit this season. But yeah, I think the trouble comes at the back, like you say. That's the With, key. Uh, That's why I've said, I think this is where we're a little bit more higher than usual. Yeah. I, I would really press them, press them, press them. And see if they can actually live with that. Get, yeah, get on the pitch, man. When you've got Grady Wallace, BTA, and then Swift coming in on the back as well, all coming towards them, and every time, every time we did it to Norwich, they they just fell apart every time. They just the keeper never looked confident kicking it. He didn't want to kick it wide and kick it up. And I don't think, well, I don't think Darlow will either, because I don't think no. Darlow is a ball playing ball playing keeper. This is no, why I think we should just, no. you know, step up a bit more and step up on straight him. up on. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It feels like we should do similar to what we did with, against Leicester, I think, which suffocate yeah. their their six-yard box, their 18-yard box. But if they want to keep possession of the ball, you know what I mean, step off them a little bit more. If they kind of progress past to the halfway line, because I don't think... There, obviously, Dan James is a winger that needs to get in behind. If you yeah. face up Dan James, it's it's easy easy pickings. You know what I mean? Somerville is a different prospect because he can he, take on a man. Yeah, but I don't think their midfielders have got the the potential to play through teams. No, um, I don't play a cam as well either. No, it's like like you say, it's like Piro and Rutter kind of playing off each other. So, like I say, I'd kind of say. Uh, Going to a little bit of a block if if they got a bit of possession, but oh yeah, low, they're like ah uh, their defensive third push right into them, push right into them, and uh, see what they see what they do about it. Because um, yeah, thing. even their centre backs, I don't think are that ball playing type. I mean, Stoke, stroke, stroke, Cooper. he's he's all right, and then uh, Rodon played on Rodon, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, who again I. Are they that ball playing level? 
I don't think so, man. So... They're not. They're not Vestergaard and Faith because Vestergaard nah. and Faith internationals. That they can play. They've got the confidence, and you saw it against us at times. They were easily going through us in our press because yeah. they're internationals. They play for Belgium. The other players are Denmark. So, whereas, okay, Roden plays for Wales, but are they really a build-up type of team? No, that's what I'm thinking. So, and I think that'll be the key in terms of how well we shut them down. Because if they're allowed to build from the back, then into Ampadu, then Ampadu into Rutter, that's where the danger is. And I don't, that's the one thing that's fearing me at the moment is our fullbacks trying to defend their wingers because I just think it could be, yeah. it could be where we lose the game because that, if they're on form, they're, those wingers are there. It's, well, yeah. Townsend and Furlong. I think it goes anyway. Do you know what I mean? When you're coming up against these kind of wingers, it's always a, you know, it's always a danger point, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think if we, that's what I'm saying, like you say, getting the ball into Ampadu mm. uh, and Kamara, if they do that, just retreat. Yeah. Just don't give Piro, Rutter, Somerville. So make I Somerville see. come out of the block and get the ball and say, okay, run at us all then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I think we will do that because it's, it's, it feels like we did it to a point against Norwich, but obviously you're playing against a lesser team and yeah. we, you know, played really well. So, um, yeah, obviously danger man's definitely Somerville in it. Definitely. Oh. And obviously Piro as well. I'd, I'd pair them two up myself. Um, but I'd say, just looking at the team they played uh, on Tuesday, uh, Jed Spence left back. That's something I'd be looking at getting while he's running at him. Yeah. Big time. Because, I mean, I do, I do like Jed Spence as a fullback, but right-footed left back. I didn't realise he was playing left back, actually. Yeah, Archie Gray plays right back, then. not he? He's oh, another he's one I'd... Right back now. Yeah, he's been playing right back for it. Unbelievable. In that, in that 1 1 game with us, yeah. he's in the middle of the and park, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, right I think Ailing, Ailing got injured and um, whoever else, Shackleton's injured, who usually couldn't play right well, back. But then they've got Sam Byram on the bench, so. Yeah, but that, 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 that's well, it's working for him mostly. Yeah. He didn't play well on Tuesday. But... And, and they've got Junior Furpo as well, who's, I, I think he's a bit of a Furpo. hot and cold Jesus. player. Like, but yeah. um, Again, though, you'd rather have your players play in all their positions that they used to rather than having to not play them in positions. But again, though, they're still winning leads somewhat yeah. with the team that they're playing. Yeah, so. it's obviously working. But definitely, yeah, I'd say that, I mean, it's the same token. And, you know, we're saying worried, for, worried about our fullbacks against their wingers. I think we've got a good chance of getting at their fullbacks yeah. with our wingers. And um, like going back to Tuesday against Norwich, I thought the fullbacks overlapped and supported really well. Yeah, um, they did, they did. I thought the centre mids as well got out and supported really well. So I think if we can replicate that against Leeds, I think we're, we've got a good chance, man. We've got a good chance. Oh, 100%. 100%. First goal will be massive. If we can get that first goal, we can yeah. just go in a nice low block and go, all right, yeah. you're going to have the ball, but you're going to have to break down two lines of four. And yeah. That's it. Try and do that then. That's the key. And obviously the issue is we don't score first half goals, do we, man? No. We don't. Oh. So, 
we need to start. You know what I mean? We start tomorrow. When's our last first first half, first half home game? We scored one against goal. Ipswich, didn't we? Yeah, we because did. we got yeah. the early goal. But yeah, after that, I don't think we haven't scored many because we haven't been a first half team, have we? This year? No, I think the second half. But again, though, I think Borough is probably one of the few that we both halves we just wasn't it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But then again, and then Norwich was one of the few where I thought we probably played better first half. Yeah, second is... half we did the thing of just not being as intense yeah, just, and just well, yeah, got the ball. And I think Carlos he likes doing that though. Then not like stepping properly back, but just knowing when to take the you know the intensity down a little bit. Because he's obviously got, you know, other games in mind, bloody blah. Probably are. It's probably why he did step off, to be fair, against Norwich. But you know what? We've got the goal. If we've got chances to go forward, great. If not, let's not yeah. overdo it. We've got a massive Keep the game for Friday. Yeah. Keep the ball. Keep the ball. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's always a tough game it, against Leeds. Obviously, the stats would tell you that Leeds had the better of the game against Preston. Mm. More expected goals, but less shots, more passes, more possession. Um, obviously, stats don't always tell the full story because they lost. No, <laughs> they lost two one. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I would say it's going to be a tough game, but you know what, mate. I'm going. I'm going to Back go two one. Two one. I'm going two one. Be nice, wouldn't it, mate? Mm. Be nice. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, let's have a look at uh, have a quick look at Swansea. Yeah. Because obviously, nice. it's it's. I never like looking at games this far ahead, to be honest, because a lot can change in one game week, can't it? Mm. Um, obviously, we both play on the 29th, West Brom and Swansea, but let's have a look. I mean, Swansea, uh, I wouldn't say turmoil, but... They're a bit on the downside, they're, 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 they? Yeah, they're on the slippery yeah, slope, I, I feel. Um they, I don't they think sacked... they've got a manager. They haven't got a manager. Yeah, so they, they, sure they sacked off, didn't they? Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't think they have got a manager. They got oh yeah, geez, they just got battered by Southampton, didn't they? Yeah, well, Chris Martin oh, would have uh, would have told them, yeah, go out, lads, and just get as many goals as you can. Yeah, Russell Martin uh, was up Chris Martin. Chris Martin, Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, Swansea have still got Alan Sheehan. Oh, whoever the whoever the hell that is. Um, I think he was the assistant to Duff. But um, yeah, you'd imagine so. From what I've from what I've seen, apparently for the last few weeks, a couple of weeks, they've been trying to well, they've been talking to Tottenham for one of um, Angie's coaches. I think it's Chris Davis or something like that. They've been trying to sort out Random. whether. It, yeah, well, they like, they like doing that type of thing, don't they? Because obviously, yeah, no, one, yeah, no one heard yeah. of Cooper really before, and then Bosch, they're going to get Cooper. Yeah, Cooper as well, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and they. And I think at the last minute, he's gone, no, nah, I'm just going to stay. So I, I think I've wrecked things a bit now. So I so, think I have yeah. to go back to square one and, and they're going to have to. the drawing board. Yeah. But apparently, so, they're yeah. haggling over a small fee, which Swansea refused to pay him. Something like that, anyway. But I don't know. They they don't seem to be stable. They seem to be. They'll have a pick up a result here and there, but on the whole, they are not the greatest. But we never do that well there, anyway. I can't remember the last. No. Yeah. So yeah, say it quietly, but we do never win 
at no. the Swansea City Stadium, or you know, the greatest away day as well. No, you it's all away right. from there, it's just miserable. So the last three, oh, yeah. I've, I've done, I've gone to the last three, and I'm not doing it anymore. Sorry, yeah. refusing. No, yeah, no, I no. Well, be there, mate, as you well know. No. Um, yeah, they. I think, like you say, they're blowing hot and cold. A lot more cold. It looks mm. like they had a four-game winning streak back in September and October, um, which has obviously elevated them a little bit. Without that, they would not be looking very good. No. Um, yeah, their recent results: this what like loss, win, loss, draw, win, draw, loss, draw, loss. So, yeah, they're they're not doing very well. I think they've underwhelmed, mm. especially you know getting Michael Duff. He's um, manager obviously... in uh, the Bath Barnsley. Yeah. So, I think, well, I think you've got to be going to Swansea away and looking to beat them anyway. Do you know mm. what I mean? But there's a lot of factors to it, isn't there? Obviously, like you say, with our form there and stuff like that, like, mm. it's probably it's, it's superstitious thinking it, but I really don't feel comfortable going there, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't. But... No. I do not. Even though but, I've had a lack of away days this season, thanks to the scheduling and, and having other plans and whatnot. Yeah. It, I just, I, I, I can't do that trip again. And nah. having it a hat-trick of in-losses, I can't yeah. do it. I, I ain't being an armchair fan, but I'm just not spending my money. Because the last three I've been to were, it was the Val season, we... Lost. Last yeah. season we lost. Lost. And what, what was the, what uh, was the season? Was it Pulis the last time we went there before that? Yeah, when when last game of the season when it, when we were winning. Oh, and then uh, Foster Ben Foster said that. Uh, oh, you Pulis told them to stop doing the Barca stuff. Oh no! Yeah, we were absolutely outplaying him, and every corner we had, I thought we were going to score. Typical Pulis. Yeah. And then alone beyond, yeah. he made a sub. He brought some, yeah. someone off, and then he bought, yeah, he bought a Mark Wilson on a half time. And I thought, oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. no, Mark what's Wilson, he doing? Man. What's he doing? Why well, yeah, game changer? Yeah, it's uh, Sigurdsson, wasn't it? Um, yeah. He brought on Narsin, and he absolutely tore us a new hole. I was like, no, what is going man. on? Jeez. He did nothing all season for Swansea, and then Bosch got, an, hmm. got a goal and an assist. I was like, oh, great. But yeah. yeah. Uh I was just looking at our reverse fixture that we we beat Swansea, didn't we, at home in August. Um I couldn't I couldn't remember it, but we no, went three no, no. up, didn't we? We went three and up and then yeah, they really? kept chucking it in the box and um their defenders were like literally winning everything. And they brought it back to three two. Um, oh fortunately, yeah. Fortunately we saw it out. Oh, I remember that. Weird game. Dom- I remember that. We dominated him in the first half. And in the second we, half had... we did the thing we always do. Is the, yeah. uh, oh, we'll just drop off a bit. And then it just let them came on. But Weird. I think they are badly missing Piero. Because it's just Ryan Yates up there at the moment. And I don't... Well, that's yeah. who's... I mean... Jamie Patterson's still scoring from as well, but... I'm looking at... Uh... Against Saints, 
they started a, a, a fella called Liam Cullen up front. Liam Cullen. Now, I think he's from the academy. He's 24. I've never heard of this fella. He hasn't really been starting, to be fair. He's four, started 14 games. He is from Swansea's academy, yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah, then you got Yates. Um, after that, I mean, uh, Jamal Lowe, I quite like. Um, oh, yeah, they brought him in, didn't they? Yannick Balassi. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Has he got a contract? The y- Yala Bola. Yannick Balassi. Charlie Patino. He's good. I like I like Patino. He's, he's, been, playing, he's been playing well. He's been playing, didn't start against Saints for some reason. Um, yeah, I mean, looking at their, their starting level from Southampton, there's... I don't think they've got the best team. Like you say, I think you lose a player like Pirol. Actually, I think they're selling for like 10 mil. Well, it was 5 million less. 5 million less than what they were looking for. And I don't really know what happened there because they were adamant, oh, yeah, 15 to 20 mil, we'll have him. And then Leeds yeah. got him for less. And I'm thinking, oh. Well, Play up power are you? But then they've not, they've not put it back in. Do you know what I mean? They've signed low on a loan. Yeah. Obviously, Bashir Humphreys on loan. He's good. Yeah, uh, Rushworth on loan. He was a good keeper. Patino on loan. Balassi on a free. Um, so there's nothing. They haven't spent any money. Um, but yeah, there's. I'm looking at their side, and obviously Grimes is always. He's he's been a good top player. Uh, I like he's been, Grimes. Uh, yeah. He's still only 28. It feels like he's been knocking about oh, for man. years, man. Almost went to Fulham um, last summer, didn't he? Almost went to Fulham. Yeah, well, that would have been nice. Easy. See, I think he could make a step up to the Premier League, to be honest, but mm-hmm. it's always to be seen. It feels, it's, Grimes, to me, feels like a similar situation to uh, Swift when he played for Reading. Yeah. Like, he always felt like he could be do better. But but he's an in-between player, like a lot of them that do get in there. And oh, Gale, unfortunately. Dwight Gale, Jesus. Yeah. But, yeah, I think we, we've got to be looking at going to Swansea, getting the three points. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we come out of uh, come into twenty twenty four nine points better off after these three games. You know what I mean? Like well, Norwich, Leeds, and Swansea. I mean, that'd be absolutely unbelievable if we can pull off nine points. Then four, but I'm going seven points. What draw against Swansea? Yeah, you tell. Yeah. Them. I think we'll draw against Leeds, and we. I think we'll beat Swansea. You've you've just you. Previously in this episode, John, you predicted us to beat them two one. So I don't know. I... Make your mind up, son. Oh, I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm fifty fifty. Tomorrow, so it's so hard to predict. Like it's similar to Leicester, man. I don't know what to see. They'll either come here and they'll just freeze up and we'll just batter them. I don't know. Yeah. It's, 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 but well, I think the thing is as well the fact you know you say. Seven points. I mean, you look at the the teams you play. Obviously, like you say, it'd be weird. You, you know, depending on the circumstances tomorrow, mm. if we come away with a draw, I think you might feel a little disappointed. But then you've gone beat Swansea, and like you say, you go seven points from three games going into twenty twenty four off the back of a poor run of form. Mm. Happy days, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So could potentially, yeah. Uh, Coming into the new year, not just with positive things on the field, but also off the field as well. Oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, yes. We're still waiting for the tweet. If uh, you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening, whoever whoever taking us over and Luke Hatfield, get the tweet out. So Luke, Luke, I know, I know you've got it in the drafts. I know you really <laughs> wanted to put it out. Just press send. Just press send. Just so. Press send, man. It's there. It's written. <laughs> the, the statement um, is clear. But yeah, happy days. All right, it feels he's feeling good again in it after a little poor spell, and uh, hopefully. Mm. We can, uh, like, like I say, get get seven or nine points from the next two games. Well, yeah, you know, from the three games we've got looking at, yeah. So, yeah, man. Um, and then we got Daryl DK looking to be coming back as well, ain't we? So, tomorrow, in on the bench potentially tomorrow. Yeah, I'd like to see. Uh, Carlos will make the right decision. The one thing, the one thing that's worrying me. And the reason to his wording on a lot of the articles has come out on is saying he's pushing for this to come in. Now, is he doing this because he's gotten word that they think Gala are actually are going to call up the Santo for the African Cup Nations? Yeah. That's my yeah. only worry why he's saying that because I don't know why he would be saying that if he knows when he knows of what Dyke is like. So yeah. for me, that could be a little bit of an indication that maybe he feels like Asante is going to go to the African Cup of Nations, which is going to be an absolute blow because we're losing two players already. We could lose three. Um, well, that would be a massive blow, wouldn't it? Massive. And we've also got to consider as well the fact that Brighton are going through an absolute horrendous injury crisis on the wing. So they may look at it and go, well, actually, we could do yeah. Sarmiento back here. I mean, yeah, I mean, Joe, uh, Joe, <laughs> I just called him Joe, Joe Chapman um, said he put the article out in here today because yeah. they've got loads. Of, like you say, they're going through a mad injury crisis. Um, I'm fairly sure um, Deserby has previously said Sami and Toby staying here, but things can change in football. Like you said, with mm. an injury list like that. It'd be uh, it'd be a shame to lose him. Obviously, I've yeah, I know. Uh, it's, it's, I don't think I've not been too impressed with him, but he's a body and he's capable of producing good moments. So yeah, it'd be a, it'd definitely be a loss. It would be a loss anyway. I mean, I mean, I have seen people saying that they wouldn't be too bothered if he got recalled back, but you've got to look at it and think Carlos would be desperate for Brighton just to leave him where he is because. Yeah, right so. now we need bodies, not just because he's not playing well. We just need bodies because we've got no one on the bench apart from one to two players to turn to out of the the, the nine that we can have on the bench. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think in general, I'd probably be in the camp where if we did lose him, I wouldn't miss the player too much. But like you say, you can't. We can't be losing another body man. And like I say, he's capable of producing. He'll only get better as the season goes on. Obviously, he started what like five or six games on the trot now, and mm. so oh well, not he, he obviously dropped before Norwich. Um, so yeah. it, it would be a shame to lose yeah. him. I think the only option so, for Brighton, I think, at the moment is they either do it's either Sarmiento goes back, um, the Swede that's at Coventry, I think, is on loan there. He may get him back, uh, or. Yeah. It's Abdullah Simmer at Rangers, who's on blistering form for them. That would well, be a toughie. That 
be a that would be a weird. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, but, obviously, yeah, Simmer's doing well, but cool. yes, a weird one. I'm Rangers. sure Rangers were looking to buy Simmer um, as a Probably you know completely good. unrelated to West Bromwich Albion stuff. <laughs> but but um, just yeah, I mean, big. I'd be. Yeah, I think you've got to be disappointed if we'd lost Sarmiento as well, and I mean. It's the only thing is then you got to go out and replace him as well. Mm. Um, obviously, it's it's tough asking it, especially when mm. you're not expecting to replace someone. Obviously, you'd like to think our, the club has uh, contingency plans and stuff like that, players that they look at so. constantly. But it's still another hump in the road that we just don't need, man. We just don't need it. I know that I know there's plans plans already in place. They'll look to replace. Cover for Phillips, but mm. I think if, yeah, think if so. they lost one of or if both Sarmiento, somehow we'd have to try and get another one in. Maybe yeah, look, maybe look into the free agents for that. To be honest, I definitely. think they might have to try and get someone on short term too. I know for a fact if he is still a free agent, the only one that I could probably think of is probably the old Brentford winger Fosu. He'd probably yeah. be the only one that. That probably would be the viable option. That would be an interesting one. But apart from that, loans would be expensive, especially if you wanted a loan from the Premier League again. But if it losing wages like Sarmiento, we could bring in someone decent, to be fair. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we'll wrap it up there, mate. Anyway, we've, uh, you know, been chattering on for 53 minutes here. Wow. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that's it for 2023. Yeah. Which is quite mad, isn't it? Um, and uh, like you said earlier, hopefully there's big things on the horizon on and off the pitch in 2024, man. So, yeah, thanks Stories. for uh, thanks for filling, filling in for my uh, usual host. Pleasure. Brad. Always a pleasure. Um, and, yeah, man, we'll uh, see you again. Yeah. See you Cheers, again. Cheers, Brad. See you I'll later. See you.